Mommy. been a while. I know you remember this song? You 90s babies might be a little clueless. I'm going to let it rock for a minute. Mace came back as a preacher, y'all. I still love it. Hey. Mommy. Mommy. Yes, it's me. Yes, it's me. Yes, it's me, guys. The Millennial Mamas podcast is back. I know a lot of people have been wondering what's happening. Did you stop? Why'd you quit? You were doing so good. I like listening to what you had to say. What's going on? I'm back guys. It's been a lot of change, a whole lot of change in my life and our household. And most of it is for the better. Um, a, a lot of it is for my mental sanity and for me to be able to be the greatest person that I can be for my husband and children. I had to make some decisions for myself um, to release some stress and it's done. I've finally taken care of everything that I felt that needed to be taken care of at the time. Um, now I have a clear mind. I have a sound body or my spirit is, is good. Um, I'm happy. I don't even know how many people can genuinely say I'm happy. Like, and it feels so good to say it. And I, I kind of brag about it a lot now. Um, only because when you relocate from everything like your entire life and you pick up and start over and a foreign place whether foreign may be out of the country out of the state out of the city hell the next block if it's not something that you're used to is foreign to you it takes a while to be able to adjust and when I say adjust you don't just adjust like your finances and you just don't uh, don't pay, find a new place and make that adjustment. Everything from the inside out has to be adjusted. And I found at the end of last year, or maybe the summertime, that I had made a lot of adjustments, but I wasn't the happiest person on the planet or I wasn't... I didn't do the work for myself. Like I did the work for everybody else. I wanted to make sure everything looked crystal clear to the world. Um, but my mental wasn't right. So I took some time to take care of my mental health. Yo, I go to therapy. Let me tell y'all something. Therapy is probably the best thing that can happen to you. I never realized how important mental health was until I started going to therapy. Um, and I... And or started to have the conversations about mental health. Um, we are so used to, as a people, not having those conversations. We don't tell people 
when we're messed up in the head or we're not we're not telling people when hey I'm not sleeping or we'll say it let's say we'll make a post on Twitter or Instagram like I got insomnia and we plan it off but that's a real thing and a lot of people don't understand that that can also trigger something else so again that's what took me so long to get back I wanted to make sure I was right um, now I feel like I am delivering the best version of myself, not only to, uh, my friends, my, or I'm sorry, not my friends. I ain't really got no friends, but to my family, to my husband, my children, my mom, um, my village. We talk a lot about that in our family. Um, how important it is to have a village, not just for the kids, but for everybody. You always need somebody that's going to be there in your corner when you need to have a conversation. The best part about my life at this point is um, I've never really been the person that takes a lot of BS. Like, that's not my thing. But the people around me, we feed off one another and we're able to feed into one another and we're just not feeding bullshit into one another so um that's super super important i'm super excited about that i'm so glad to be back y'all gonna make me queue up the mace again I'm, I'm so happy to be back it took a long time but i'm back for real for real this time um i did reach out to some people so i can try to revamp this thing and make it a little bit more interesting i understand it's gonna take baby steps i can't impose the things that I want to do on other people. Um, but I do think that it's going to change and it's going to continue to be better. Um, but let's have the conversation first five minutes. Oh, I'm sorry. The first couple minutes. Hey, we rocked out. Welcome back. Took a couple, five, six minutes to talk to my, talk about myself. Let y'all know what's been going on. Let's talk about what's been going on in the world now. Like it's a lot of stuff going on in the world now. A lot of shit got to do with y'all president. Y'all president, not mine. It's my president named Barack Hussein Obama. But let's talk about y'all president real quick. Okay, so y'all president, y'all president has been acting a plump fool. For those of y'all who don't know what a plump fool is, that means you don't have no granny. And your granny never told you that you showing your ass and you acting a plump fool. That means you just, you're just out here doing things that you know you don't have any any business doing but you're deciding to do it anyway because you have the option to do that or you have the freedom to do that or the accessibility to do all the things that you know are wrong so that's what y'all president's out here doing right now he's out here tearing up families tearing up people's credit tearing up people's finances tearing up people's mental health tearing up their lives just because he wants to conduct himself as an immature toddler. Um, everybody knows I have a toddler. He's two. Deuce, man. When Deuce does not get the things that he wants, he makes the attempt to act out. To act a plump fool. And that's what your president's doing. He's very upset right now because... He has entered the space where he feels as if he has all this power and people should do what he wants them to do when he wants them to do it. And when it doesn't happen, bam, we are in the midst of a government shutdown. I'm glad I'm able to record this and say today. 
I'm glad I'm able to record this today and say the shutdown is over for now. So he says it's over for three weeks. We'll see what happens. I don't think that it's going to shut down again. Or I hope, I pray that it does not. Only because I'm a human and I saw how many families it affected. And to be human and to have a heart, you should all, or we should all feel something to see that people weren't able to feed their children and buy diapers and buy formula, buy food for themselves, get back and forth to work. People weren't able to do that simply because this man decided to act like an immature toddler. And unfortunately, this is the person that y'all, so it wasn't me, I still got my paperwork, um, chose to run this country. And I'm going to be honest, I know a lot of people, a lot of millennials, as a matter of fact, I'm not going to say a lot, because more of us are slowly deciding to care um, about politics and what's going on in the country that's directly affecting us. Because it's, it's, it's affecting us. Whether you want to acknowledge it or it's affecting your day-to-day or not, it's, it's hurting us more than it's helping us. And the more that we sit back, y'all sit back and not do anything about it, we sit back and not do anything about it, the more it's going to continue to happen. Man, I'm not going to spend all my time talking about him because I really don't even like dude. He's not my favorite person. Hopefully one day... My podcast is big enough, and by the time he might be out of office, but my podcast is big enough just for him to hear me say, I don't mess with you, dude. Like, we don't mess with you as a group of people. We don't. I don't care if you're black, white, purple, orange, yellow, green, whatever color you want to um, define yourself as. There's a huge group of us that don't want to deal with you, my dude. You're toxic to us. You are not doing anything but dividing people when this is the time that we should be bringing each other together. That's all I have to say about him. If you have anything that Hey, you know who I want to hear from? I want to hear from the supporter of the things that he does. I want to be able to have the conversation with that person. Because I really want... I want a millennial... Donald Trump supporter to have a conversation with me to try to help me to understand why you still support this person and the things that he has done up until this point. Anybody, if you know somebody, put them in contact with me. Let's talk about it. And I want to have the conversation on the podcast, like on the phone, on the podcast, so that everybody can hear it. Because maybe I'm tripping. I could be tripping. But I just want to have a conversation. On to the next. Y'all know your girls from Chicago. So I can't have a podcast. Even though I'm a few weeks late. And the topic may not be as prevalent to the world as it was two or three weeks ago. But I want to talk about R. Kelly. I really, 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 really want to talk about R. Kelly. Because I watched um, a six-part series on how R. Kelly's a monster and all the things that he's done. And... The way that he's treated women for all this time. Let me start off by saying first, I think R. Kelly's a monster. Like, I think that he is... I don't think he's a monster. I'm sorry. I think he's disgusting. Understand that. 
I think he's disgusting. I agree with the world. I agree with the world that he's nasty. I think we all can agree with the fact that he's nasty. But I don't agree with every single thing that every single person is saying. Yes, I Yes, I still listen to R. Kelly music. As a matter of fact, hey, don't turn my podcast off because you're going to like this. I I promise you, you're going to like this one. If you are a millennial, you know about... If you're a millennial, you know about the greatness or R. Kelly's talent. You can understand his talent. Like, you can probably remember where you were when you heard... Something after like the this. show, it's the after party, yeah. After the party, it's the hotel lobby, yeah. After the Bellevue, then it's probably Chris. And after the original, it's probably this. Yes, yes, Remix with the homie from the Midwest side. I know you remember it. I know you don't want to listen to it, but you remember it. Okay, of course I had to start off with that, because that's Jay-Z. You know I had to start off with Jay-Z. But I know you remember where you were when you heard a few of his songs still um, affect you in a certain in a certain way when you hear them. How about this one? I was in a tunnel and couldn't see the light. And whenever I look up, I couldn't see the sky. Hey guys, don't forget I said he's nasty. Yes, he's nasty. He is. But I will never, ever, ever stop playing this song. When it comes down to uh, thinking about what my mother's done for me, the love she's given me makes it easy to do a song like this. So this one's for you, Mom. Like, I can't believe you are going to continue to listen and stream his music. I am. I'm sorry. I am. That song takes me back to my great-grandma. That song represents more than just R. Kelly. When I hear that song, I don't hear R. Kelly at all. Like, that song's associated with something that's important to me in my life. So if you feel like you're able to just shut those memories down, then more power to you. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. What I'm saying is I won't. Yes, I think he's nasty. Yes, I really think he's nasty. But some of those things, you 
some of those things have memories attached. Some, most of his songs, for me, have memories attached. I will never forget every single road trip that I went on with my auntie. Like we, R. Kelly has taken us back and forth and back and forth, up and down the highway so many times. Um, yes, it was God that led us and gave us, allowed us to have traveling grace, but we rocked to R. Kelly. I'll never forget singing one of R. Kelly's songs and getting popped in the mouth. Like, don't say that. I remember that. Like, and some of the, yes, it's important to me. Like, just because it's associated to a memory. Now, his personal life, I personally think that he deserves every single thing that should be coming to him. Do I believe that things are coming to him? Absolutely not. I don't. I don't think nothing's going to happen to this man at all. It's just my opinion. I don't think it's going to happen. But I think he deserves everything that should happen to him. I don't think that he is the only person that deserves it. R. Kelly is dumb. Like, he showed the America this. He's told America this a hundred times. But he has talent. He also has or had a group of people around him that allowed his behavior to be magnified to the point that it is today. So not only is he to blame because yes, he's nasty, but it's a lot of, it's a lot more nasty people involved in this circus. Cause that's what it is. The, it's a lot of people, not just people he paid, but his parents, when are we going to have the conversation about these parents? Everybody keeps saying, yes, R. Kelly's a monster. Yes, R. Kelly did this. Yes, R. Kelly deserved this, this, and that. What the fuck? Do Sorry. What does those parents deserve? R. Kelly told a lot of those parents, hey, I got them. The record label going to send this lady over here that's going to watch over your kids. While you in a whole other country, or I'm sorry, a whole other state, a thousand miles away, your kid's good. And you said, okay, Mr. Kelly. Yes, he knew better. Yes, he should have done better. But you said, okay, Mr. Kelly, and you left your kid with this monster. This weekend, this past weekend was the first time me and Andrew left our kids and went to another state. Yeah, this was the first weekend we left, went on a quick getaway, 48 hours, went to another state. My children were left in the care of someone who I know for a fact, without the shadow of a doubt, would take care of them just as I would. My kids were, were left with their grandma. Their uncle came by, the TT came by, God mommy came by, like they were left in good hands. These parents could not ever go on record or could never go on TV and say, I know 100% sure that I left my children or my child or my daughter, whomever, in good hands. Because you don't know. This stranger told you, oh, your kid's good. Oh, she good. I got a babysitter for her. No, mm -mm. we all right. We ain't even going to be able to do it. That's what I thought should have been said from these parents. That's where I think the conversation should start. Yes, they said that he was molested or whatever as a child. To me, that matters at nothing at all. It does not hold any relevance to his behavior. And that's just my personal opinion. But where the conversation needs to start is those children's parents. Because at the end of the day, they were children. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, they were children. I'm about to be 30. Still to my mother, I am her child. Still to this day, like if I'm going out, especially if I'm going out at night and she know 
she knows that it's going to be like a social event and we're going to drink, she's going to make sure, okay, texting me, oh, you made it? Texting me or calling me and talking to me on my way home. Like that is just the instinct of a mother. And the fact that these parents, not only the mother, but the mother and the father allowed their children to go with this monster after he had already had tons and tons of allegations after he had already been on record meaning a videotape allegedly bumping and grinding and pissing on kids you said okay i'm gonna let him go i'm gonna let him live the 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 jury said he wasn't guilty even though your eyes told you that you saw this happen allegedly you let this person trick you and manipulate you into allowing your child or children or daughters, whomever, to remain in his presence. It's crazy to me. So before you say, hey, I'm not listening to no more of his music, before you tell me, hey, then yeah, you wrong for listening to it and you wrong for playing the songs and you, you still just giving him money. Nope, I don't want to hear it. Let's have the conversation first. Like, don't down me for listening to it. I probably know more R. Kelly songs than any other artist in the world. But that's because it got a lot to do with the fact that I'm from Chicago. But let's talk about it. All right. We ain't going to be talking about R. Kelly all the time. But I do want to have a conversation just like I want to have a tr conversation with a Trump supporter. I want to talk to a person who has fully and completely erased R. Kelly. I want to talk to somebody from Chicago who has fully erased R. Kelly from their complete memory or think that they have if you if you could say that then let's then talk to me don't call me names and don't talk to me crazy because even though i'm happy and i'm at peace with things in my life this mouth still be funky but if you want to have a conversation let's talk about it i want to hear how you're able to erase r kelly from your memory i still don't forget though that i said he's nasty please don't forget that he's nasty but i can't erase him. i'm not doing the hashtag you right, Kelly. Robert Kelly, oh, he did. Bro, been gone. Nasty, nasty. Oh, he gone. But them songs, no, nah, I can't do it. I ain't even going to be able to do it. Uh, I don't think y'all care about the Super Bowl. Most people who listen to my podcast can care less about the Super Bowl. Um, I got like two text messages and a phone call today about, hey, what we doing for the Super Bowl? Not a damn thing. I promised my husband that I was going to buy him a new TV if his team, the Bears, one, uh, made it to the Super Bowl. They ain't make it. I ain't buying no TV. We ain't watching the Super Bowl. I mean, we probably watch it. Nine times out of ten, we'll watch it. But I'm not making a big deal out of it. I really just don't care at all. Uh, if he asks me to like cook or do something, then I'll do that. But it's not a party. I don't want to make a big thing out of something that I really can care less about. I'm not feeding people to come to my house and watch a game that I don't care about. Nope. I didn't buy none of those. Um, Football squares, so I don't have a dog in a race. I don't care. But again, if something you want to talk about, let's 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 just see. Let's see if it's gonna be interesting enough. Yeah, let's pray that it's interesting enough. Like the referees cheating or something. That way we can have a conversation about the biases or the truth about the NFL. Cause I got an opinion, but let's just see how this Super Bowl plans out, and we'll talk about that on the next one. Uh, one thing I did want to briefly touch on was and this is why I really wanted to do this podcast last week because it was a fresh topic Adrian Bronner in that fight I don't know how many of y'all watched the fight 
We ain't paying for it because it was like seventy five dollars, and I don't like nobody that much to pay seventy five dollars to to watch them pop each other. But we watched it online, like streamed it, and this kid. I think the topic that I really care more about is um, how we are continuing to promote ignorance versus or yeah versus the talent. Like I don't I don't see him as being talented, but I do see him as being entertaining because. Ignorance is selling. Like, ignorance is selling all over the place. Everybody wants to tap in and promote or pay for uh, the ignorance of this kid. Like, he continues to say the most disrespectful shit time and time again. And all we do is, okay, well, let's just watch it in spite of. We as black people, just we should, we should definitely feel a way about this dude. Or I feel a way. I'm, as a matter of fact... I just told myself this year I was going to stop doing that. I'm going to stop speaking as a we and just speak as a me. And I feel a way about this kid. Because if this was my son, it wouldn't be tolerable. Like, he he adds to the discrimination of people. I know we are all on this black thing. Like, we so black. Let's support black businesses. Black To me, black people are winning. Yes. But just because black people are winning, do you think white people shouldn't? Why can't we just win? Yes, we are hundreds and hundreds of years behind because of the things that our people had to go through. But I'm not saying we should forget it, but damn, how many times are we going to continue to make it an excuse? It can't continue to be our excuse. Oh, I'm not rich because white men don't want me to be rich. Come on, brother. You not rich because you complaining about not being rich. Let's just be, let's keep it funky. That's what it is. I'm so tired of everybody making excuses for everything else. This man got on the microphone and they asked him what did he think. He was like, oh, I won that fight. You saw that I won that fight. No, R. Kelly. We saw what you did with our own two eyes and you did not win the fight. You threw six punches in 12 rounds. No, you did not win that fight. And I don't care how ignorant you get or how entertaining people think you are. No, it's not right. And I don't want to continue to watch it. That's what I'm never going to pay for. He's a clown forever and ever. If you got something else to say, hey, talk to me. Talk to me. The millennial mama at gmail.com. The last thing I did want to discuss, and it kind of makes me feel away. Um, yesterday it was on the news that Jesse Smollett, the guy from Empire, was brutally beaten in my city. They said they put a noose around his neck, poor bleach on him, and said this is a MAGA country. For those of you who are not aware of what MAGA stands for, make America great again country. What about America is great with putting a noose around somebody's neck? How are you making anything greater because you pour bleach on this man? I don't give a damn if you are sleeping with an elephant, a horse, a man, a woman, whatever. But the fact that he was black and the fact that he's gay should mean nothing. And the thing that really, really bothers me is that the major news outlets are reporting this as a possible hate crime we none of us were there none of us were there at all he was there and if this is what he said happened until we see that this is not what happened this is a hate crime i've seen a lot of people from the very beginning of the maga talk make america great again america ain't never been great okay let's just make america great Making America great ain't gone. It ain't gonna make America great with you tying a noose around somebody's neck. America's not gonna be great with you pouring bleach on people. 
America's not going to be great with you cracking people's ribs and treating them like scum just because they don't believe in the same things that you believe in. Just because their skin color isn't the same color as your skin. What I don't understand about race is whether you're black or white. Why don't y'all see that we all bleed the same color? We all hurt the same. We all have the same issues. Yes, white people do have about 300 years on us. But what about what we have now? How are you still homophobic in 2019? Like, how does that even make sense? You don't like gay people for what? What they do to you? You don't like black people, why? Because your mama said you can't have, you don't, you can't like black people? You don't like white people, why? Because your granddaddy said this what happened to him 90 years ago? What about today? We are holding on to old shit so much and it's making us all look and sound like we're crazy. Take some time and have a conversation with the people that's the most important to you. Um, for me, it's like the older people because I personally cherish like old, old people. Um, listen to what they have to say and allow them to listen to what you have to say. But I guarantee you, you're going to learn something. It sucks though because you might learn that they're racist. I've had those type of conversations and some of the people that I love the most, they're racist. But just because they're racist does not have to influence the way that I feel about anybody else. If you agree, let me know. If you don't like what I said, most of y'all ain't gonna like this R. Kelly bit. Just, it's okay. Talk to me about it. The Millennial Mama is here. She's back. I will be back as, as frequently as I possibly can. I'm looking forward to the ride. Let me know if you're ready. Again, my email address is themillennialmama at gmail.com. Themillennialmama at gmail.com. Talk to me. Let me know what you think. Y'all be blessed.